go. Never one to rest on their laurels. Disney loves pandering to their customers, especially when it comes to making sequels for their most beloved classic movies. So set your course for the second star on the right, again, as we return to Neverland. Number 13. The octopus was created as a new nemesis for Captain Hook because it was felt that the Disney animators had exhausted all the comic possibilities of Hook versus the crocodile in the original Peter Pan. The octopus's tentacles make a pock-pock sound that is similar to the tick-tock sound heard from the crocodile in the previous film. Number 12. Due to controversy over their appearance in the Disney version of Peter Pan, the Indian tribe is left out of the sequel. Peter and Jane briefly visit their monuments, however. Number 11. Because most of the original Peter Pan voice cast of the movie had died, including Hans Conried and Bobby Driscoll, an entirely new cast of actors had to be used to film the sequel. Among them is prolific and versatile actor Corey Burton, who was not only a big fan and admirer of Hans Conried, but also a student of his. Burton does a dead-on impression of Conried, and as he himself says, gives the illusion that Conried is present. Number 10. Jeff Bennett replaced Corey Burton as Mr. Smee partway through the production, with Burton solely focusing on Hook in the final film. Bennett would then remain the consistent voice of Mr. Smee and take on the roles of the other characters who had been originally voiced by the late Bill Thompson in the years to come. Number 9. Catherine Beaumont, who voiced Wendy in the original, recorded all of her dialogues for the sequel, but Kath Susie replaced her. Number 8. Another change from the original film has the mermaids given brassiers to avoid further references of female nakedness. Number 7. Originally planned as a direct-to-video release, Disney Movie Tunes slash Disney Video Premiere developed the project and then assigned the work for Peter and Jane to Disney Animation Canada. Number 6. For the role of Cubby, Spencer Breslin was nominated for a 2003 Young Artist Award as Best Performance in a Voiceover Role at the 24th Young Artist Awards. Number 5. Hidden Mickey. Seen on a mass flag, Peter and Jane fly by. There I am. Do you see me? Oh, boy. Ha ha. Number four. A plot hole midway through the film occurs when Hook sends his crew ashore in search of Peter and the Lost Boys hideout, with Smee complaining about the number of times they've combed the island looking for it. But Peter's hideout appears to be the same one Hook learned the location of in the first movie. Number three. Return to Neverland is based on J.M. Barry's novel, Peter and Wendy. Number two. Despite being a critical failure, the film had a profitable worldwide gross of $109 million. Number one. Walt Disney Animation Studios, the creators of the 1953 film, does not acknowledge this film as canon. And that is the 13 things that you probably didn't give a shit about for Return to Neverland. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Yeah. <laughs> we'll have a better one tomorrow. Mm-hmm. <laughs>